1: Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and where we come from. So, who are you and where do you come from?
2: Um, my name is Conor Ryan. Um, I come from the north side of Dublin, Kewlach. Um Yeah. Clunchack, yeah, Clunchack, the posh, the posh side of Coolock, yeah. Come
1: here. Right, can I just tell you, like, when I was growing up in Mofew, Clunchack was posh,
2: right? well, I was never allowed to go to Mofew because <laughs> I grew up in Clunchack.
1: I hear it. Like, yeah. I, I absolutely get that. But now, I don't know whether you are still so posh. Are you? Um
2: no well we're going for the 30 towns award so there's oh something is. something going on there there's something going on there i think it's kind of fizzled out a little bit because i think growing up around the area there must have been an awful lot of trouble yeah we don't really speak about it in the house and um, even putting one of the coffee trailers outside of the actual the body cup like, oh, outside the priser shops they're like jesus christ yeah. what are you doing here so that kind of little fizzled out even in the home yeah. like me being around there so much so not so bad anymore yeah. not so bad
1: what was it like growing up for you
2: Growing up for me, um, so I'm an only child so it was fine, fine growing up I suppose, um, I think I was a little bit of a, a bollocks to be honest with you when I was growing up and um, there's been plenty of times where I've been brought to certain places to try calm me down so many fights and th- so many fights in every home I suppose but definitely in our house there was some sort of difficulty and it was all based around me.
1: What kind of fights? What would you get yourself into trouble with?
2: Just tantrums. I think I was just, just a bit of a spoiled child. Mm-hmm. Um now people are gonna think I'm still spoiled now. I think I spoiled them now. Right. Hopefully they're listening to this mm. listening to this now and no, <laughs> I do spoil them. Although mm. my housekeeping was due yesterday and I didn't pay on the first of the month, which
1: Is that still a thing?
2: Goes, oh it goes up and up and up. I come home with a bag from anywhere, Brown Thomas, even bring buying Mark's expensive cookies. You wouldn't buy me something. You wouldn't. The housekeeping's <laughs> going up in here. the House comes up. They still paying me toll at home as well. Right. So that's yeah, right. There's, there's always trouble about that. So much about money about in home at, in my house at the moment. I can't even speak on this. I'm mean, speaking um. to myself every single day, looking at you, having <laughs> me shaking, rattled. It's
1: the coffee. Relax. Yeah, it is on. the
2: coffee. Yeah. Um, but growing up was um, at home fights. Yeah, fights over the small stuff. It kind of still happens, but I think they're just a little bit lighter now. I think that when I was growing up, there was just like, oh, he's not. He's not well in the head. Not well in the head. Like. But I'm grand. I'm all right. like. I hope so. <laughs> so do I. So do they. Um, people keep telling me that I have ADHD. Now, I've never done a proper test to find out if I do have ADHD or anything like it. So I might get that done one day to find out the That's true sweet. result. Were you lonely? Um, I'm not, I can't really remember, but I used to always say um, that I was lonely. Um, my mom and dad used to foster as well at home. So oh, I used did to they? foster um, different kids from different places. This guy, Luke, that they had a few times. So I, I always wanted someone to be there with me. But then when he came in, I wanted him gone. I was like, yeah. He's not playing my PlayStation. He's not touching that. Mm. It's mine. I want to watch this. He wants to watch that. So um, more lonely now, I think. Hang on a 2nd Something's happening. got to happen do.
1: It's home music. go going crazy. That's what it is. No, Sorry,
2: stop. our room, our, our, our music upstairs. I can
1: hear it. Um, and she's screaming now. <laughs> 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 the joy is the having kids in the house. Um, so, that's, so let me talk about that a bit for a second. So they fostered kids. At what age were you when they started fostering kids?
2: I was definitely, definitely, definitely still in primary school. So I would've have, would have said either third or fourth class maybe. So I might have been about ten I'd say, guessing. And the the kid then Luke or whoever they were getting one about seven. one about seven, yeah. But they kinda got really close to this one lad. He only lived down the road, um, in in Fox Hill. Not Fox Hill, sorry, the one beside Fox Hill. Greenwood. Yeah. Greenwood, sorry, down mm. there. So we kinda got connected with the family there. But well, there's obviously something going wrong in that and that family down there and we they started to the foster. Um and really liked it I'm, I'm not too sure whether they wanted to have another kid or anything I'd, I've never really had that conversation with them or anything, mm. but they just said one of me is enough and that's all they keep saying to me mm. and if they had another one then they'd have to get rid of me so I'm happy out where I am at the moment
1: and when did they stop doing
2: that Um, I think I don't know why or when because um, there was probably an option up there to kind of take them full time mm. Um, but I I'd I'd say the reason they did stop, if there was a reason, was definitely because of me. Do you think so? Yeah, throwing the toys out of the pram. It Mm. would have to be. There'd be no Mm. other reason why not.
1: Mm. Yeah, well, you can imagine that you've been there on your own for so long. So it's like a child. So my, like, 11-year-old, she just doesn't have time for her sister and there's four years between them. And so she... But she was the first child, grandchild. She was Air first child. So she was spoiled completely. So when Aria came along, it was a huge difficulty for Amelia. So I can only imagine for you, as a child being an only child and then all these other children coming in and out of your life
2: yeah well no, what's going on yeah and mm. then bringing them everywhere and then some some days I wouldn't be there and Luke would get McDonald's and I'd be like, oh, I'm would alone in a second here and <laughs> now like yeah. um, but now like what you just said about your kids it, mm. it changes so much I'd say because now that I'm older I would have loved to have someone kind of just like a couple of years younger than me or a couple of years older than me to kind of bounce off and always have someone to go to in the house or to cry to or moan to in the house because when we do have an argument at home, well, I'm just going to my room and I'm just sitting there. Mm. Just sit there and I deal with all my problems myself. I still do every single day. I always have just, i always just swallow my pride and just sit there and sort myself out. Like I'd never speak to anyone, which would is you know? wrong. Yeah.
1: I oh, would you never go down and say, like, what like what in the house? So you said, like, money, but what else would you argue about in the house?
2: Um, oh, there's a, There's a huge one. Not putting the lid on the toothpaste. I'm on my last last straw. <laughs> really? Now. Yeah. But I, I actually bought one the other day. You know the things that you can press the button on it and it's actually squeezing it up. Right. I bought that. It's somewhere in the boot of the car. <laughs> Darren will say the boot of the car. It, you could actually live off the clothes of the boot of the car. I'd say right. for a good month. But I have to dig that out because I've noticed myself now the toothpaste and the lid would be there and I would go back then. I'd be like here, it's not worth it. I'll just put that back on it. Um, put the toilet seat down. Do you ever feel like getting your own house? I'm saving saving very hard. Saving right. very hard. But I went for a mortgage in. I went. I done all my finances and stuff in January, mm-hmm. um, and I came back and it was something like two hundred and forty grand or something. And I was like, "That's," good. I was like, "That's good, but it's nowhere near what I want. I could probably go for an apartment, but I don't want an apartment." So he said mm-hmm. to me to wait another six months for, the, especially the Buddy cup sort of things to kind of build up a little bit more. You have more savings set up with direct debit. So at the moment I'm saving, I think two grand every four weeks Jesus. into a savings account, and mm-hmm. um, like. What I do on a day to day, I don't really spend much money. You know, Mm. it's probably spending about 20 euros. So everything I do, I'd have it there. And you could take it out, but what they wanted to see was that they could save, 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 save. And it's different for me because I'm a sole trader that there's so many other things they look for. Mm. You know? Um,
1: Is that why do you think all the influencers now, and I say influencers because that's what you are, are going into businesses? Because as an influencer, you're not seen like as you know a prop- profitable person with the banks for a mortgage
2: yeah definitely definitely I think now like since I'm blessed that I do have the the coffee business now going and I've another few things in the pipeline that I'm going to get going but there are more businesses mm-hmm. so I'm kind of bounced that back off myself oh, I actually got stung to bits last year I was down as a sole trader so I paid a heap load of tax and um, so I'm now a business myself yeah which I should have been from the start I don't understand why I wasn't so my business is now just by marketing so all the marketing that I would do all runs through that account Um, I have a personal account for the wages from the Buddy Cup. I pay myself a small wage from that. And then obviously the finances that are in the Buddy Cup, to kind of say, look, he has this excess coming in here whenever he does need it. But Mm. they do make it very difficult. Um, And especially I was um, with another influencer. So the two of us together would kind of come together. If we were going for a mortgage together, it would show better finances. But on my own, it's very difficult. Very difficult. And I could probably have more income than. Yeah. Then a, a normal person that would have a house, but it's mm. just the way they look at it is totally mm. different. Mm. It's I
1: annoying. That. Yeah, I know. Thanks. Again. <laughs> Tell me this who are you closer to, your mum or dad?
2: My mum, definitely. Um, see, I'd spend more time with my dad and do more things with dad. I'd, I'd get pictures of my dad. Mum would never get a picture of me. But definitely my mum. I'd fight with my dad more though. Fight with my dad all the time. All the time. But it's just small stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be on the bed, lying on bed and he'd knock on that door and I'd know something's not right here he's not going to say that. he'll like clean up after yourself like will you put put the towel there the towels now how's the towel going to dry itself on the banister it's soaking wet you have to put it on the like on mm-hmm. the rad and the, there's just small stuff but mm-hmm. it's the stuff that pisses me off the most and we go a few days then without speaking and then it'd be grand then yeah. you know they'll be like will you do that bet for us and he would be like yeah grand and then i'm back in there now happy days
1: and you said there that you process everything by yourself um do your parents, do, is that how they deal with stuff? Is that where you get that no, from?
2: No, absolutely not. No, absolutely not. They are always asking me to go and speak to someone. Um, and I just, I I went to speak to someone only a few weeks back actually, um, for an hour. I keep saying, um, can you cut out all the M's? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not going to edit you because it's you. So that's how you talk. Yeah, so I'm not yeah. going to edit you.
2: Um, I'm a, I, I went to speak to someone only last week down at Plunthar from the seafront. And I didn't really like it. So I said mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go again. Mm-hmm. So she asked me would I like to book in again. I said, no, I'm not there. I lied I was like no I'm after getting enough out of this but I definitely didn't I think they were just uh, the way she was talking to me was real I thought my life was upside down and I was like it's not this bad it's not this bad I can kind of deal with myself but they've been begging me to speak to someone for a long time with my anger like I'd I'd, I'd show an awful lot of anger again at home and then you'd see it in a different person out of the house you know I'd snap at them and then my dad would always say to me oh you'd never say that to the owner of the chop you'd never say that to him if someone told you to put the lid on there you wouldn't do it again so it's just obviously being in the home, like being so close to each other all the time, it's a lot of like tension and just ready to erupt sometimes. But I sp- especially dealing with problems, no, I'd sit in my room, no, water, I'd sit in the car. I'd got a long way home sometimes just to listen to a song on my own and i just feel like myself getting back to normal.
1: Do you know, there's a saying that it's like, I, I this is a work thing and I'd say it and I had to, I actually it registered with me, it was like um, that you're in so you're driving along right and you're with your husband or your partner or whatever or your mom and dad right and they're like kind of that was a red light it was a red light and you're like i know it was a fucking red light i seen it was a red light so but a colleague comes up to you and says to you connor you're at to make a mistake dear and you're like god oh, jesus thanks a meal thanks for
2: helping me oh that's me no, so why
1: me. do we do that so that's what you like that has to register it's, in your head you it's go
2: it's the people you love the most and you take the head off the most yeah. it's mad it's just the way it is you know but it's he's dead right he's dead right but he's the same with me he asked me to do like he kinda killed me years after hearing all this now, <laughs> taking the head off my dad. And um, mm. he said it to me, he's doing work in the house at the moment, so he'd asked me to ask me to move the chair last night and he was like, Lift the chair now, the chair b- won't go there because it's there's no um, floor on the ground. So I was like, lift it, don't pull it. So I lifted it, put it down. And he was like, Move it back a little bit. I pushed it. He's <laughs> like, Oh, just the fucking lift the thing. Mm. Lift the thing like you never listen. Never listen. I was like, Oh here, yeah, I'm not helping you. And then he always says you never asked for help. I never asked to help. Mm. When I do ask the help He doesn't want help mm. When I do give him help My god Yeah Useless Useless Calls me a ponce Calls me everything Not built for this stuff Like I was My hands Look at my hands and I was like come here Should have had a girl then Or something then If I'm not enough like.
1: <laughs> No but you are enough you, are, you know that You do know that You are yeah. enough And that's the thing Like It's just that Their generation Like your mum and dad I used to said In the late 56 They were the hardest walkers mm. So seeing and you are you know you're going hang on i'm a hard worker yeah, and i get I'm it saying, I'm but, one second but <laughs> in a different way yeah you don't like you know your, your dad was probably a, a grafter like and you're a grafter but you're a grafter in a different way but he they can't correlate that is that the word correlate that they can't mm-hmm. so that's where he's like what's he fucking doing on that phone
2: yeah yeah well we've, the phone situation has been a nightmare from from day one i, I got my first phone when i was in in 4th or 5th class. How old would they be been in 4th or 5th class? How old are the girls? Amelia's in 5th, she's 11. 11, so I must have got my phone. she have a phone? No. Well, she,
1: literally, she got a phone last week because she was in the gale talk.
2: I must have got a, a phone, I'd say, in 5th or 6th class. Now, this is a bit of a mad old story. Right. Um, so I got the phone, and um, it was a flip-up vodafone. phone. So everyone had them in school, so I finally got my way to get it. Got the phone in school, went into 6th year, still had the phone, addicted to the phone from the get-go. Like, talk about it now. I'd spend 10 hours on the phone a day. I was d- addicted from the get-go. On what? Doin' what? O- on this phone. When I had the flip-up yeah. phone, it was nearly just like... Um, it wasn't even social media. I don't think... I might have had Bebo or something on it, but it was more so sending songs and ringtones and probably texting... Probably definitely texting a few girls. Right. As you would. <laughs> you know yourself. You'd have them free text to all networks. <laughs> They'd be going everywhere. Mm. Um, but then I went into sixth class and it went downhill big time.
1: Right.
2: And the lads start being lads and start sending filter around on the phone. So... I got caught. <laughs> I got caught in school sending it to someone else, Right. Um, and I ended up getting suspended in school for having filled up my phone in sixth class. That was the end of the phone then. Until now, it could have been even before this. That's actually mad. You are saying this, you know, fifth class. Uh, fifth class. I was seeing how young I was. Like, what was I? Yeah. Oops. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It was, like that. It was mm. a filthy bastard? That mm. age.
1: But you know, that's biased. Yeah. You know, now, now again, on her age, it'd be probably taken a lot more serious. But you, at then, I don't think would. Was your man and dad devastated with you
2: when that happened? Yeah. My God. Yeah. I was suspended from school spending it I am so I spent it for four days. Phone was gone, obviously. Phone was gone. I was battered, and um, I wasn't physically battered. Know, that was I gone. Know. Like, but mm. my God, taking the head off me. I was up then. I spent it for I think, three days. I had like a basic itinerary each day of in the morning, ready on mats from this hour to this hour. And, have a and who's
1: that? Your mare uh?
2: Both of them. Oh, right. they were terrifying. Mm. Like watching something out, like Judge Judy or something <laughs> like that. I was in the house, I was like, right, yeah, Grant. I'd have to mm. walk down, in my bag and my back. They have me luncheon already. I was like, sit down there and don't you move your arse. So I was doing mats. then I was doing this, then I was doing that. And I was like, how my dad no all this Irish sitting beside me? Yeah. And I was like, imagine my dad was my school teacher. I would, honestly, God, I'd run away. I'd run away. Um, so he took the phone off you? Took the phone off me. Then finally, after a while... This is kind of around, went around, like, we were kind of going to, like, see someone and speak about things and blah, 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 but th- then it kind of fell back into, I got the phone back, obviously, when I went back into secondary school view, I think this was, I, I'm not too sure what class I was in, but then I got it back, um, it was an iPhone then, Yeah, definitely an iPhone, and I just grew trust back in them, and then... Took it from there, but the phone has always been a bit of a situation in the house where I'm betting to the phone. Even when I was waiting with my dad last week in Liverpool, it was like texting. He, he was texting to the family chat. He was like, "Yeah, it's good to be away with Connor, me, and his phone. Be betting to the phone, putting up things up left, right, and center." But it was more related to work more than anything else. And then he I was like, "Oh, okay, now I have to walk off." So I'd walk off with the phone and come back then, and he'd be talking mm. to all his new friends he's making everywhere around the corner, on the bar, everywhere.
1: Mm. So that's what he doesn't get.
2: Yeah. So you have to
1: be a little bit patient with him with that. Do you know what I mean? because yeah. That's why he doesn't get. And even though you're like that, I'm. Making money, I'm making yeah. things happen for me, yeah. for my future. He just doesn't understand it in that
2: way. Trying to, yeah, trying to, exactly. even just, well, he's doing work with me next week with, um, in Tala, what's it called? It's a square in yeah. for Father's Day. Right. So he's doing work out there, he's asking <laughs> how much he's getting. So I have to give him percentage <laughs> of that. And I was like, hold on a second here now. Yeah. One way you don't want to join the phone, mm, mm, making money and then mm, you want to cover the money. Mm. so That's it. Oh, it's,
1: it's have silly. you ever sat down and explained to him what you do like explain oh, yeah. social I media know. and all that you know mm. he's been
2: around me so many times where i'm mm. recording the food and recording this or he's probably watching youtube videos and he has people walk, like talking to him and saying senior was here senior someone's there and um, i enjoyed a match he was getting while he was away because i was putting stuff up so there's people watching him and filling him in what i'm doing and saying oh he's doing great here doing that he probably have his mixed ways yeah he's doing great but this he won't put little is he proud of you i'd say so
1: does he tell you he's proud of you
2: not enough Right. Not enough, no, no, even the, my mum as well, I bought my mum a car last year, um, I had to keep her mind on her I bought the car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, why d- Why do you keep her mind on Because she just never thinks that, she's always saying, he never got me this, he never got me this, like, mm. oh, even bring me dad away, he's going to bring me away, I bought you a car last year, mm. do you want to trade back in that car and they'll send you on a few trips a year, mm. like, mm. so, but they don't tell me they're proud of me enough, so if you're watching this mum and dad, make sure you say proud of me <laughs> when I get home,
1: right. mm. But they are. Yeah. Obviously, the art. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talk to me about when things start changing for you in your life in social media, and when was your moment that you think this
2: is me? Um, fucking um, I So I was like, I was always bent to the phone. I grew a little bit of a following. I moved away with um, herself to Toronto, but I think before we went away, no, when we got there, she was mad into makeup and stuff. So we started recording um, YouTube videos over there grew a bit of a following so I think I went by 10,000 followers this is about 4 years ago and really just took off from there kind of do day-to-day vlogs of what we're doing over there Ellie was already recording with doing the makeup of whatever she does so we kind of just grew a bit of like a kind of a talent that like editing not me not me editing Ellie used to do all the editing but I'd kind of be, I'd be able to do it now myself but mm-hmm. uh just started from there then came Ellie came home a few times this and that and then she was she got a makeup there so she came home then when I came home but sorry before we checked from that all while I was over there, I was basically talking on my phone every day of what I'm doing I was working at Abercrombie. But then there was a page over there called Toronto's Finest. Oh yeah. So we'd have ourselves a little treat on a, on a Saturday or Sunday. We were skint over there, skint alive. We had an ascent, but on a Sunday, we'd go somewhere on this page. This page is kind of like, well, this is where I got the idea from the food page that I do have. Yeah. So we'd say, look at that cookie. Let's go to, let's get the subway to here, to here, to here. Miles off and get something nice. So when she came home finally, I said, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait it out because we waited so long through that snow from... The, october when the weather changes till about february or so i was like i'm waiting until i see a bit of sunshine here mm-hmm. although it was rotten and um, we came home then and i said right let me set up this field page at home there's nothing like this at home at all they had um love in dublin or something like that yeah. but i wasn't really specialized in the field so i mm-hmm. set that up from there that took off massively i'm really addicted to field phone talking to myself and um, so that just took off massively but from there just being so so addictive I got myself a normal job back I got my ground I was working in AIB then I got offered a job in one agency recruitment so one agency wanted me to do a marketing role I was like this is class I have no degree mm-hmm. in anything and the job like title was basically they want me to promote the jobs in the way that I'd be promoting something else on my phone so I'd go to say super value and they want someone in the freezer I'd walk up and down the freezer i show what they're going to be doing and um, I show how fun it is to work here blah 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 so that was me all over I was like driving mm-hmm. around the car listening to my music promoting jobs so that grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. Then that kind of came to an end. And by the time this happened, they just had grown a massive following online. So it's just been purely addicted and just motivated to keep going and going and going. There's not a day goes by. that All of my pages that I do have now aren't overly active to just keep growing as, as one whole. So when I got let go then from the one agency recruitment place after I think nearly the guts of a year, I'd say yeah. this is only the start of COVID, went on the COVID payment for a few weeks, which actually has me snookered now, which is well going for a mortgage because that's like it's just like this little black dot, tiny black dot. Yeah. It's like you went on that for two weeks and I was like, But with the weeks I was on it, I was like, this is class, I'm loaded. Three, mm. $3. fifty a week it was. <laughs> I can't spend that on anything. Mm. Uh so this while the food page was built in the background, while that happened, I was doing TikTok in the background then as well. I am um, and it all just came together then and evolved of the buddy cup then. So I had my own business. I was doing the fi- I was eating food, I was doing this, and I just kinda got too much overpowered by I, I was actually kind of blessed that i got let go yeah to kind of free up my time to make me sit down and say right what the fuck do i want to do here mm. i can only sit on my half so much with these 350s building up or else mm. i can go and spend it so i had a good bit of savings there bought the coffee trailer moved that around and then just all just evolved into being on my phone if that makes sense it does <laughs> it does
1: completely how old is the buddy cup now
2: the buddy cup is only a year darren how old is buddy cup 15 16 months yeah. yeah So that was during covid that was um that was march of covid i think the covid covid started just before that christmas as well so mm. and a few times to, a few a bit of time to kind of sit around and think i still have the piece of paper where i drew a little circle it said coffee trailer arrows coming out names 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 show names my nickname my mum always called me when i was playing football it was buddy so i came with the buddy cup wrote that on that name sorted next of all boy the trailer that's lovely In it yeah. that's lovely because like, yeah.
1: that's the thing so the buddy cup came from the fact that your mum. my
2: mum started it and all still, my friends in school everyone everyone called me buddy People, all my best mates now still would call me what's up buddy you
1: really
2: know. yeah mad yeah. yeah so you didn't know that and then the logo the logo have a graphic designer and I, I always draw everything you see promotion wise on the buddy cup page i draw that on a piece of paper as shit of a drawer I am send it to him he'd send it back as a graphic yeah so he came up with the uh, the stick man and went from there mad
1: Tell me about Toronto. Why Toronto?
2: We always wanted to kind of mix something up like and just go away. Uh, I, I really wanted to go to Australia because I love the sun. Mm. But too far. Um, Ellie's a homegirl, so she always wanted to kind of be close to her family, to come home, this and that. And I'd go away. I was already before this. So I'd go away to my aunties and uncles in Boston. Not, not Boston. Yeah, Michigan. Sorry, Michigan is not in Boston. Mm. I'd go away there for three weeks. Not a bother. Not a bother, it's safe for six. Safe for six, like a phone call from I think it must be a boy thing. Mm. Just a few minutes on the phone, yeah, I have to go and go back here and go to play football. But the reason why we went to Toronto was just because it was closer and just to experience something. I had family there as well, so we stayed with my auntie over right. there for the first, jeez, it must have been a few months nearly that we stayed there. Because it was so expensive, so hard to find somewhere to live. Then we found somewhere to live. Oh yeah. We both had jobs. So Ellie went back into the corner. She was working in, in England here. She worked in England over there i couldn't find a job for the life me i was like i wanted to do something fun i didn't want to work in a desk job mm. so i walked into Abercrombie kids asked for a job i got a job there they asked me do i have a degree i should have said yeah yeah <laughs> i should have said yeah i said no they're like oh lovely you must be like basically a normal person on the floor if i had have said that i would have been a manager there i would have been on double the money but we left off Pintons over there absolutely just- nothing yeah yeah like we have the there's a place over there it's like star pizza in town have you ever had that no. It's like the door to the door cheap right. pizza. Like <laughs> the pizza like, was like $3 or something like that. We'd have that probably three or four times a week. Skint.
1: And so the two of you must have really bonded
2: over there, did you? Yeah, we did. Yeah, the, the place, the apartment that we did find then, it cost a fortune, but it was gorgeous. I, I know exactly where it is and I picture in my head every time I'd, I'd love to go back there. We've always said when we were talking that we'd love to go back there and, and experience it all again just as a holiday. Mm. But... When the weather changed, it was tough. It was tough to to adapt to it. It was great for the first few weeks, as you would like. Oh, it's mm-hmm. gonna be a white Christmas. Then it turns to grey and slush. I'm walking around a pair of Converse, and everyone else is walking around in the big knee high boots. I was like, I need to get a pair of them. Didn't have the money to. Really? So it was that
1: bad over there. it Really
2: was, and that's no exaggerating. We were skint. This wasn't the time where I was getting paid for ads or anything like that. Nothing like it at all. This is genuinely just living week to week. My savings were gone because I like when I went over there in the summer. I was like going out with the lash and going mm. eating and eating all these fun like. Like nice places, and then I kind of came to myself. I was like, Bollocks. I need to, I need to sort myself out here. did
1: you ever ring home for money? No, never didn't. No,
2: no, my birthday on Christmas, I got money mm. you know, five, I think it's 500 quid or something like that. That I get like, but that would put towards the mortgage, mortgage, the freaking rent. Mm. Um, but that, that would be it, you know. But it was an experience of a lifetime, like doing your own washing doing your own washing is, is, something, <laughs> that is something that I, I haven't experienced since <laughs> and i don't think i want to experience it again oh, world experience is doing your own washing you're on a washing but it's was great i better play up play the playstation at three in the morning no one would say "Auntie, you would be in bed walk in then just went into bed then pick it up in the saddle whenever you want like it's great it was stuff did you have friends over there <laughs> i had plenty of friends plenty did of friends just, yeah mm-hmm. i actually believe it or not we were only out yesterday in castle knock he was a barber over there that's how i found out that's how i found him over there i bumped into him yesterday walked into a barber's to get hair products and he was looking at me josh's name is he was staring back at me no and I was way. like, no way friend for life
1: such a small world then isn't it, it is. yeah so can we talk about relationships okay and we're going oh, we're no. going to be really no we're going <laughs> to be really like careful here like because obviously are you together at the moment yeah no okay okay yeah. and she's been the only girl in your life really
2: uh, no, I've had a few exes now. I've oh, had a few you? exes. I wouldn't say the only girl in my life now that would get me in trouble. No, I know.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> she's the only one that's, that people talk
2: about, I think, is it? The, the, the two yeah. of you together. Yeah, we're, to, we're together six, seven years, so it's a big part of your life, you know? Mm, Where do you mean? Uh, Facebook and then over to Snapchat. So I added her on Snapchat while she had a boyfriend to try get her the client. So I was keeping an eye on her on Facebook and next ball I added the next time got the accept you get like a little snapchat back saying Ellie Kelly has accepted you on snapchat so we kind of took her from there mm-hmm. I got in there and I was mad about her from the get go mad about her from day one like fell in love straight away the first day I met her in town although I was shit myself you know where you know where size is in town like mm-hmm. I always remember walking that road she's walking towards it and I'm like oh my fucking god what is going on here um, and then I met her but it, w- it was that good and I was that nervous and that excited then to have seen her I was like I oh, I have to go I have to go I have to go, like so. She went back up to lifestyle, and then I texted straight away. So I, so I should have asked you for—I think I said something like oh, I should ask you for a kiss or something like that. And I was like, "Oh, it's next time." So next time we lined it up a day, line, lined up a day, and that was that. You know so what? You, went, what went wrong? What went wrong? Yeah. Oh, where do we start? It's—it's it's all me, I suppose. All me. Um, too many silly mistakes along the way. Too much messing. Too much me head not in the in the game really, and stepping on my own toes. And it's always the same. As soon as you do something, you say, "Oh, for fuck's sake, why did I do that?" Um, so I just have to learn from that to this day the last time we broke up was only a few weeks back i am been in the, in the height of it since then I'm gutted like gutted with myself gutted with everything that I've done and fortunately it was the last straw so there's no going back from there I don't think I've been trying my best emailing her <laughs> sending her letters I flew to New York last week oh, but when she, sorry when she was over there I basically flew to New York for two days to have dinner with her to come back it's just not good it's not a good time in the life at the moment and it's my own worst enemy because I feel like everything's just be going great and we were going great since we got back together only like probably nearly two months ago and then boom, I made the same fucking mistake again and I'm back at square one and everyone obviously around was saying stay away from me, stay away from me, he's not the one but I deep down believe that we are still meant to be somehow, I just need to fucking cop on and, and try my best to cop on and try to just have the blinkers on not to even have the blinkers on but just stop making stupid mistakes like you don't like like... I'm about to get a tattoo over on my arm. I got a tattoo, a letter E and a, ta- a gummy bear, sorry, because I call it a gummy bear. And it's just... Yes, yeah, it's, it's madness. I'm sending her euros on Revolut and all with notes and stuff. Will you please unblock me? Poxy. No matter after requesting all the euros back there now, she's bollocks, <laughs> not keeping them. <laughs> but you yeah. know,
1: when you keep... Like, at some point, and people do, like, so people around you, see. sometimes you have to stop listening to people around you because people around you will be like, It's not for you, he's not for you, she's not for you, she's not for you. And sometimes you just have to just listen. And if sometimes you can keep giving someone chances. Of course. And then you have to go. I know. For my own sanity, I have to just stop this. Or I have to stop listening to everyone fucking else and go, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, but you never know, things could be...
2: Hopefully now, hopefully to sort things out, I do want to hopefully give it a go again, not saying tomorrow, not saying next year, but down the line just to kind of prove to myself that I can be a better person and be who who I want to be and who she wanted me to be when she met me. So I don't want to... there's been six or seven mistakes throughout the whole the whole relationship and, and they're the ones that are, are caught up in it at the moment and there's not thinking of any other other good times, all the other memories, they're all brushed aside and just like you can't keep doing this and it's just mad that how much weight the mistakes make compared to the good times at the moment. It's just overpowering. But again, I'm my own worst enemy and there's no like she knows that. Everyone around me knows that, all of her friends know that, her family knows that. There's not a bad bone in her body. And it's just it's all my fucking fault.
1: <laughs> so you know it's your fault. Yeah, yeah so but are you putting those things in place that you'll never yeah ever make those and was the counseling that you went to was that one of the things that but, you put in place to make sure you weren't going to make those mistakes
2: yeah 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 definitely that was that was kind of me trying to show an action that that I want to change
0: Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: And someone said this, that counsellor
2: was not for you. Counsellor, yeah.
1: Yeah, that counsellor was not for you. Yeah. So you, like, I'll be honest, me and Paul were years, like, years ago, he's going to fucking kill me. Me and him went to counselling years ago, like years ago, we were living out in Betty's town. And I, I can hear him now, I just didn't like the counsellor. Mm-hmm. I felt in the moment, it was all, she was Blaming me on everything. And Paul, like, Paul was like, but she was like a Catholic woman. And in her life was that. The woman should do everything what the man said. I felt. So we I did, never went back, but we probably should have stayed for a couple, of, a little bit longer. We could have done a few more sessions with somebody else. Yeah. So in order, if you know you have to fix yourself, and if you know your self-processing in your head hasn't worked, Connor. Hasn't worked. Because if you really want to be happy, and you really want her right? You're mm. probably going shut the fuck up, Rebecca. <laughs> but that didn't work. So, move, get, find someone else.
2: Yeah, no. I'm not saying that. I don't I, again. I don't want her right now. Like you know, mm-hmm. like I just have to get myself over that, and I will. I'll definitely no,
1: find another counselor. Oh, <laughs> not find someone else. I'm not telling you to find someone else because if that's the girl you want, that's the I'm girl you ask want.
2: Go her for our her phone, number, this person yeah. you're talking to you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, i would be moving on to a different fucking counselor. Then, do you know what I mean? Oh, like, Alex
2: about to say that now, I'm oh. to look like a dick.
1: No, no, but like that's I don't know what you mean, but that's where you want to be, like. And the thing is, like, you have, like, do you look, because there is all these um trolling online and all that, and the trolling online it would be quite polarised to mm-hmm. you and Ellie.
2: Oh, gotcha. Yeah.
1: yeah. So tell me a little bit about the t- trolling
2: online and all that. Trolling online is a, like, again, it just comes from all different angles. Instagram is not that bad for it, I don't think, anymore. You get the odd, sly comment, but... Just takes two seconds to block, then just push it away. It really doesn't get to me. What gets to me is there's a website called Tattle Life, if you heard that website, mm-hmm. where people would have like a full on, like if it's like a banner, like Connor and Ellie, and then it's just like bam, 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 bam. These are all just like cartoon pictures, and there's some makeup name, like Mamadali or something, for example, and this person would tear you you new arsehole, and you're like, who the fuck are you? And they give out and give out and give out and give out about everything, every move I make, and they still follow me. Have you seen what he put up here? Still put up here. But what wrecks me head about. The trolling thing and it doesn't upset me or anything. It wrecks my head when people send me a screenshot of it. Yeah, and please God, not people send me screenshots. But they send me a screenshot of a good, good thing. So you look at the screenshot, you say to yourself, "Why are you not meant to be?" this like there was only last week, someone sent me my dress was up on it. My dress, like, and like, and then they found out that the secretary of one of my businesses is my mom. Like, and they put my mom's name on it and <sighs> thing. And I was like, you, "Like, you can't. There has to be some sort of borderline in some sort of social media where you're not allowed to do that." Yeah. now look, nothing has happened uh, 99% like 99 out of 100 times like nothing will happen but it's just still the fact that like how did someone in the right mind think that was real and this one was definitely an L1. Oh, they're all L1's on it do you think they're all our ones on it oh absolutely absolutely but there's just no way of like this i just i've said this a number of times i think especially with social media you should have to upload your passport to create some any account and every account Mm -hmm. and even for tiktoks for kids like it Mm -hmm. would make the the world a better place for everyone like for everyone that's on it obviously but the kid wants a phone it's gonna be an iphone they're gonna have social media if you have the the whole thing set up whereas you can track everything from all angles when you need to like, not saying oh, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to see your passport number. Mm. But if you need to go to guards with a case or something like that, or something really serious, you can find out who exactly is behind that account.
1: I wonder why people send it to you. Like, I wonder why people do that. Like, I And you know, like, I always say, don't fucking show me. Don't tell me. Like, don't tell me. Like, I'm a friend of mine, and I said to her, like, why did you tell me that? I said, I don't... If someone said to me, Jesus, I see in such and such down the road and she looks bleeding terrible. I'd never tell you that. No,
2: no. I'd never
1: t- So... What's the reasoning behind someone sending you that
2: shit? Just to get involved or something? I don't know. don't know. But again, it's, that's the reason what I was saying about the trolling thing. I'd delete the comments straight away. But once you're going to see some people, like a group of people kind of talking about and having a say, like I've, I've then gone onto that website. Like Did you? Yeah, yeah. And then you find yourself lying in the bed without the telly on. You know, you're not to read comments about yourself. <laughs> what does it do to you? Honestly, no, Connor. What does what does it do that to me? do to you? It, it, it reminds me sad, like... Like, but not. It, it just it's sad. It just changes the mood more than anything else. You know, you could be having mm-hmm. the best day of your life, and then you see something like that, and on you may as well stick on a dell in the car and just go and write the car off. Mm. You know, but it doesn't yeah. knock me. Like, I'll be back in a few minutes. Like, it's just hang on. That's something very serious. What you've just said there. Yeah. Like, write the car off. Yeah, but, but I always say that though. Take the piss as well, though.
1: Yeah, but that's like. But is that on the back of what you're saying? So does no. it really affect you?
2: No. Not really, no. no, no. Like again, it's it's more upsetting when when we were together and seeing stuff said well said about us, and then seeing her way of reacting. Then like her way of being upset. Like, and she would get upset, and she's never said she doesn't get upset. That would upset me. Then of course, but reading people about me, I'm obviously at this age. I think if I was found, finding this stuff out about when I was only seventeen and eighteen, that people are having a conversation about me, I think I'd be a totally different man, a totally different person. More just hormonal but now Mm. I really brush it aside and I just couldn't care less but it just it pisses me off sometimes why people like I'll be more annoyed that people do like why are people saying you know questioning Mm. why you're like do you know me
1: Mm. and then I
2: hide behind a fake account and then you just have to say fuck this go to bed new day next day Mm.
1: because that's what people say that you know sometimes whoever's doing that is someone close to you someone close to you and a lot of people who had been on TATTLE or the girls that I've spoken to and I spoke down to one of the girls down in um, Cork and she was seeing stuff about herself and then actually she actually found out that something she was saying to one person individually
2: was getting out was getting out it's like that Jamie, uh, Jamie Vardy thing wasn't yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah. Kind of, you can narrow them down mm. to certain people but mm. I'd rather not know mm. I'd rather just leave them to it like if they have that much time and energy and they're putting it into talking about me mm. Like I'm not gonna put the energy into trying to save my case here. Now I'm gonna put it somewhere else.
1: How big is your circle?
2: I'd have like different size circles, so I'd have different type of categories. Like I'd have a few people that I'd really go to, then it would kind of fizzle out to a little little people, but small enough, definitely small. To trust them, I trust the inner circle. Then it just fizzles out, mm. really just goes up, and then there's people that you couldn't trust to say anything. Just sometimes we have a few group chats, and I'd be kind of typing something out, and it's like, nah don't know where that's going to go so yeah, that's, that's kinda, sad though oh it is sad but it's just the day and age that we live in you know people would put that somewhere to get, get a few likes or get a few this or get, a, get reaction off somewhere else and then it kind of just goes like a domino effect of people saying look what they said look what they said and then next of all it's it could be in the paper like and you're like mm. bollocks why do you say that and then your career is gone so you have to be careful you have to be always thinking ahead
1: and do you, have you ever seen anything that has happened and how the fuck did that get out
2: um Yes, yeah, like stuff in the relationship definitely the relationship that one of the main reasons I think since like we've kind of gone downhill and I've had so many ups and downs is definitely the the impact of social media on it like we can't deal with a problem ourselves like even the the fact that we like I, well, I haven't said anything to anyone and Ellie's kind of touched on it a little bit but people before Ellie has said anything would know that we don't follow each other like how do people find this stuff out and then just spreads oh Connor's done it again this and that anything could have happened like People just point the finger, at it, and I've heard this, I've heard that, and then it just, it's madness, crazy.
1: And you said there about your mom there, like, did you tell your mom that her name was posted up there, like, would she, would she be worried about that, or?
2: Um, no, no, I don't involve my mom, sorry, yeah, my mom, no, I don't involve my mom in any of that stuff as well, nor does she want to be, mm. um, I tried to separate myself altogether with it, you know, it's not, like, they don't want to be in the limelight, like, I actually haven't said that to her, so she's going to notice this now, but no I, I, I wouldn't say that to her because she'd be up all night like you know mm. thinking of what the fuck why does someone have her voice? their their address why does someone want to have their address and then mm. what are you doing wrong who are you hanging around with and it's just it's not good for anyone you know but mm. just sad isn't it like mm. sad fucking weird I was out there
1: yeah it is sad because I think people just want to corrupt they want to just cause trouble but it's it's anonymous do you know what I mean and they don't come out and say it like if you have something to say come out and say it and just put it on and not use a fake page and say what you have to say yep. but those people like that you'll find I think I don't know someone it was a found out it was somebody and it was like solicitor and stuff like that like if someone walking a solicitor's office or was someone in the guards like you know what I mean that yeah. were on these pages um so yeah I I don't go on them and I don't like them I just know someone's someone screenshotted something belonged to me on mm. it because I I had um top notch on yeah um, as we chatted about earlier on, and someone said, Oh, you're on life And I was like, I, I do know what it is. Of course, I know what it is. And I was like, I don't even, don't don't even send it to me. No, it wasn't bad, but I was like, It doesn't matter. Yeah, just
2: mess with your head. Don't like send you. it yeah. to me. Do
1: you know what I mean? And that's the one thing with Paul and I that we've always tried to be protective because we've got two kids. Of course. As I said to you earlier on, Emilia was on, um, what's wrong?
2: Uh, yes, please. Uh. Yeah. Oh, I'll be blowing when I go. He's gone.
1: He's going to be hyper here. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said to you, like someone said to me, uh, Amelia's TikTok so cute, and I was like, Amelia doesn't have TikTok. Like, do you know what I mean? And then when Paul went and looked at it, there was four grown women, strangers, following her.
2: Yes, yeah, it's messed up, isn't it? This is what I'm saying. There should be. A, is there not a kids type of TikTok that you can do or parental guidance type TikTok? No.
1: There is, and you know, like you see the setup here, and you mentioned the setup here when you came in. Paul is so tech, like tech savvy, like so. I just leave that to him. Yeah, but he he just didn't. I don't know. Paul, is there a TikTok thing, a parental TikTok? I
2: I'm, I'm nearly sure there is. Is there? If there's not, there should be. Yeah, there should be like an under like a it's so hard to
1: do i, I think suppose. there is but you, and that's what it was but she, so she, we, we end up shutting tick tiktok down um and she only got a phone last week because she was in the gail talk but it's a serious worry like do you know what i mean
2: it's just the power of social media has so many pros and cons like i say she was absolutely sick when you found out you seen the tiktok mm, and then and i say you were just that sick then that I was like oh you don't want to have this conversation like but mm. just for their own safety i suppose isn't
1: it? yeah and when she came in there and she had a double look at you to see she was like <laughs> i definitely because i was like Do you know kind of Ryan?" and she was like i don't know ma'am." and then she did definitely recognize you there <laughs> can i ask you other than you know relationship wise and i don't want to use the word regret but is there stuff that you've looked back and said i wish i did that differently
2: every single mistake every single mistake i've made i would wish i could go back probably to see i don't want to say go back to the very start because there's times then we've kind of like it's made us stronger most definitely the last time I made it stronger, but it's just the mistakes just are just the worst part. Like, it definitely, like, and it's just, it's all me just being an absolute idiot. Like, and again, like, I, I even trying to defend my case and say, like, I, I'll change, I'll change, I'll change, which I, I, I have to change for myself, like, but I should have changed days ago. Mm. So I have to live with my own mistakes, my own regrets, and I, I don't know if I'd, go, like, I'd want to go back and re- take the mistakes out, but so much is happening between the, t- the times I don't want to go back and lose those other things, you mm. know? So.
1: Have you grown from your mistakes?
2: This time, definitely. This time, definitely, yeah. Um, It's by far been the hardest, like, the hardest ever, like, to deal with, you know? And it's, like, it's more than likely the end. So that's going to be taking an awful lot of time to kind of just rebuild myself and fix myself. And I can only imagine what she's going through, like, so yeah I know I have to learn from mistakes I and mean, there's no there's no question about it I have to mm. I have to there's no showing away
1: and other than the relationship you say, again you mentioned that you know the sole trader and then your own business like who made that mistake was that advice you were given to do a sole trader
2: like is there stuff that you look back go, oh, I wish I did that oh sorry I thought you were just asking about the just uh, uh, yeah. um, the, the business side of things yeah because well, I had the meeting with the accountant last year. And this is my first time doing something. It's like, on, we have to come in and do a tax return. And I was like, lovely. I had all this money saved that I knew wasn't really mine. Mm-hmm. So I was saving it there. But I went in. The tax return last year was something like 24 grand. I had to give back in one go. I
1: know.
2: <laughs> one go. I was like, holy God. And they were like, that, can you do installments? No, no, it's due next week. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Gone. Mm-hmm. Just like that. And then they were like, if you had to changed over to a business, um, I think it's like 4% or something. Like something. Close. I was like... Why didn't you do this for yeah, me like yeah. i would have got you something nice like to sort this out yeah then they sent me the forms to change over to a business and then they sent me look here's the invoice for that It's a few admin fees. like you're taking the piss here
1: yeah
2: now hopefully the accountant's not watching this now yeah. and they tearing the head up <laughs> um but it's just stuff that like it's small things small mm. things yeah i should have like i probably should have done better in school luckily enough i had the passion for my phone i didn't do too well in the leaving cert and um, i was Mam will always say to me, I was out doing weights out the back, Well, I had my maths exam in an hour and they asked me then when I got home, how'd you get on the or not maths, I'm saying English exam or something I should have been studying for, how'd you get on the exam, unreal, got my results, D. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, okay. Yeah, yeah, and they say it to me every time you stood here, doing curls in front of them, saying that you are going to ace everything, came back and got done shy absolutely shy would
1: you ever you go on and do like a what, what did you do a course like in, in a business course would you ever go on and do something or do you think you
2: know it all now no I've done a marketing course now these are all level 7s marketing course event management um, and business management business management was a degree I only dropped out last year okay. I just kind of got too much for me doing the Monday and the Wednesdays and I kind of just fell out of a little bit like I was putting the laptop on this it was great because it was all at home I was putting the laptop on and I was going in and watching the office So then I came to the exam and if it was something like statistics, I was like, oh my God, there's only so much Google can help you with. So I just said to me, look, I'll take a level seven. I can go back to it then and finish it. It's only one more year. Mm -hmm. So I'll go back to it when the time was right. I thought it was right. It's obviously right to do a level seven, but to go that extra year at the moment, the way the pace of my life is going at the moment, it won't be manageable.
1: How do you manage the pace in your life? Because listening to you now, I know you're having like 10 coffees, but like you're go, (laughs) go, go. Like when do you, or what do you do just to... Ground
2: yourself. Um, I don't really know. Don't really know. We we'll get Darren on to explain the last the week of he's had since being with me. <laughs> um we've just been coming home, came home from last weekend, and I said to myself, I'm gonna come home, go guns blazing here now and make that money back as soon as I can. And I've made the money back that I bought the tickets for in four days it's Thursday now. So I've just worked my ass off. I just have a nice little drive about myself. Really do. I like I like to be busy, I like to be working. I love me sleep as well though. Don't be wrong. Yeah. That's that's probably my like not a downtime, but lights out. That's when I'd sleep. Like I'd sleep probably, t- I'd probably sleep if I had no alarm till easily one o'clock, two o'clock in the day. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. So I'd probably do that's that why your sleep. man and dad
1: want to fucking kill you then. That's why they want to kill you all the time if you're doing that.
2: Yeah, but no, they go to work and, and sometimes your mom come in at one and they shout the stairs and I'm like,
1: yes, yeah, I'd yeah. kill you. Did
2: you feed the dog? No, no. it's one o'clock. Mm. <laughs> the dog's down mm. there like skin and bone. Mm. But the the work rate that I do have. I, I love the way i do it and i think i think it shows online the passion that i do have for myself and to make make myself be as successful as i, I can be and there's always room to keep going if i'm not putting in the work here someone else is putting the work in so i kind of want to have my fingers on all the pies and do it all at once which can again be wrong because they're not giving 100 there you're giving 50 or you're giving 30 30 20 20 and they're not putting 100 into something like mm-hmm. you know i have felt that especially with the buddy cup the last while i have took my eye off it because everything else has been full flow food wise eating wise now, it's great for, like, making good money off it, but mm. at the end of the day, you could probably set up a business where, like, anyone could set up a business where the long-term plan is to sell the business. So I've railed myself back in then a little bit. Well, I have to now that I've made that money back to kind of more focus on the Buddy Cup because I want to kind of keep it going. franchise was opening up the more. I was inquiring today while I was driving about opening one in Cork. It's one in Charlestown, the pipeline, and I don't want it to lose its mojo. Mm. You know, it's great when I'm there and I'm pushing it and I'm pushing up the TikToks because I have a bit of the following. But I want to kind of run itself so mm. i have to find that medium between i'm i'm there i'm giving it an awful lot and just find just finding the fine line it's very really hard to find
1: you're going to struggle to hand that over
2: oh 100 to baby. someone else yeah
1: you're going to struggle like again it's the trust aspect because do you find um because i want to ask you one question that someone said to me um do you find that you over the past since you've kind of made it users do you have a lot of users hanging off you or have you had noticed that users like people using you
2: oh using me sorry Mm. um moochers Moochers, Moochers. is that what you call it moochers Moochers sorry users okay see people thought i was a moocher for a long time mooching free food which i was but now Mm. it's kind of turned that mooching into free food where i've built this audience where now i'm getting paid to eat the food but some people chance there was yeah you get people they got one last night it was like a voice note clicked into voice what's up connor bro ali here will you share this no i don't know you like mm. I don't know you at all, and then he takes back them day and say, "Look here, my page, is my business is my income. Here's a rate of how much to do it." It was like no reply, so I was like, "Right, don't ask me to like do you want it again, like free."
1: Tell me, someone, Daryl actually, Daryl who was headed uh, a podcast, lovely Daryl about his poor brother Robert that died, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: um, and he said to me, and we we actually had a conversation, but I don't know why we had a conversation about. But this is where it all started, and it's like everything you touch turns to gold. Why does everything? You touched onto gold.
2: Jeez, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Why? Um, I, I suppose on certain things I give, whatever I do, whatever I do, whether I be eating that sandwich or giving that sandwich the best few bites it's gonna ever gonna get. Like I just I'd, I'd always I'd always go above and beyond with whatever I do. I always try to look like I'm enthusiastic about it, and I always try with regards to the, I know where where Darryl was getting because of his business. Like I'd always say to him, "Look, I'm gonna do my very best for it and that's all you can do." So, I'm giving the very best of what I do. Can always have some sort of positive outcome on it, you know.
1: Is it because you're coming across to me, right? I and mean, we never met until I pulled you in to I got Darren to pull you in the pavilions last week. You're coming across to me as a very genuine person, and you think that's what it is that we and like. And I know others can say different, and all, on the top tal- pages they can all go and fuck off and say what they have to say. But fuck that life. <laughs> in like you're coming across to me as like. So do you think that with everything you do? Mm. It's just you putting your yourself into it, and that's why it's worked for you.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And people wouldn't seek, People can have their again doubts about it, but even with regards to the food reviews, when I started them up, it's it's genuine content. It's stuff that I actually love, and I've I have had my times where I'd promote this, promote that, promote that, and that was that was genuinely to get the money in. like you know, I was mm. make a quick book. But then look at the quick book turned it into buying a trailer, then I have a trailer, then I have a few shops. So, but people give me the stick of saying he'd sell that, and he'd sell this. It's kind of turned into an actual life mm. out of it, you know?
1: Mm. Do you think you are a good influence on the younger generation? Because when we were talking about this, a young flip can I get a photo, can I get a photo? Do you think genuinely that you are a good... What's the word?
2: What's the word? Person, like, just person to look you up to. person
1: like, look up to, yeah. yeah. Are you a good person, like, for them to look up to?
2: Um. See... Just yeah, a little bit. I'd always give people time. I'd see when I, when that happened the other day. If mm. anyone anyone in the world asked me for a picture, I'd I never say no. Never say no. Unless, unless, like I'm talking to Conor McGregor or something like that, or, to, or watching Drake like, play <laughs> in front of me, I'd say, piss off here and leave me alone. But mm. I'd always give people time. And I'd always, even when I driving and we see someone, I'd always lower down the radio, and say How, say, how's, how's things or something like that. Even, even they're just looking over at the car and they might not even know me, but I'm mm. always kind of just friendly about the, that regard. But then you'd have your, your cons then whereas i didn't do well in school and then people say they want to kind of follow in my footsteps i don't think it's really not following in my footsteps i think it's just better to kind of just go to school do well in school and get a degree first before you kind of just want to be something like that i am without having any sort of school background so i think it's easier to fall back on so people text me saying look oh, how do you become an influencer this and that i'd say look just be out there and do what you like to do for like but don't don't follow me too much, you know. Just laugh, that you know. Don't know in the background mm. of where I let myself down, let my family down. Mm. So, don't know. I'd like to think so. Anyway, I mm-hmm. think so. People say to me, like setting up my own business was a huge credit to myself. It's something that I never knew I would do. Even buying the van, I bought myself a van. It's Chris's, it's actually Chris's van now. With one of the Buddy club staff members, mm-hmm. which I never thought I'd have. Huge moment, buying myself, buy my mum the car. Never in a, in a lifetime would I ever think that I'd do that. I'd probably never do it again. So. Looking up to it that regard, I, I love to give back, love to donate, always donating um, and I always like to treat people around me nicely, you know, so yeah.
1: You said there, again, I'm going to just push you a little bit on it, you said there about letting things down but other than the tell, other than the toothpaste, like how have you really, because do, do you think about that, do you think that you've let your mum and dad down over the years or let, obviously you have let Ellie down over the years but do you think you've let them down?
2: No not really but I'm lucky that I haven't very lucky very lucky from the way it's kind of unfolded a little bit to be to just have grown a platform like if Instagram and and TikTok went tomorrow like I'd be kind of fucked like really I'd have to go back to school and I'd have to go down a different avenue like I'd definitely be marketing wise Mm. but no the only thing that I, I think that I've let them down in is skill skill and then obviously making my mistakes along the way with relationships and stuff that they kind of found out about that and then hearing that they've never did this and they've never did that and we don't do it that way here and who do you think you are, but not too much.
1: Were they disappointed over Ellie?
2: Absolutely, yeah. They loved her to bits, yeah. Loved her to bits. They're still in contact all the time. I am. Um, but look, this I don't want to dwell on it too much. Like the mistakes happened. I did what I did. Other people can dwell on it as long as they want, but my life goes on again at the end of the day you know whatever happens happens if it's meant to be it'll fall back into place somewhere or another I don't know what exactly I need to do and change mm. and I'll do that over time you're, so, you're so young you're
1: you're, you're, too, you're you're too young like you're I know we're too young I then mean, my mum dad's like
2: you should be having a family this no, day. Not we were time. married at your no, age please stop it. Have, no please yeah.
1: don't don't because you're so young and like what you've achieved so far like god if I could do it all again Paul Kelly you'd still be <laughs> in my <me> life course. <laughs> but <laughs> like um, I don't think I'd be in pause. I don't no. think you'd yeah, was, he'd actually be over in Canada. Paul lived in Canada for years. He um did the sulky you know the horse racing? Yeah. Yeah, Paul lived over there. So he came home from Canada um one night and the jockey fellow. Yeah, he was he was a jockey. He was a jockey, yeah, a jockey, yeah on the sil- sulky, sulky, sulky Yeah, he was a jockey on the sulkies. Came home for Christmas to see his ma and met me in jets and that was it, his life was over. He oh never went gosh. back.
2: You wrapped him in, did you? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That, I think that Paul's biggest regret actually. Um but um so tell me then about where are you going What before I let you go because I know I've had you for a while and thank you for being flying here. in yeah. yeah I'm loving it <laughs> thanks again for having yeah. me by the
2: way I really appreciate and, it
1: do you know and the thing is about it that like as I said to Daryl I said I'd love to get him on and he said I'll message you and he did and yeah. you straight away and he sent me that he sent me the little screenshot saying yeah no but I'll do it and then I met him and I, he, I seen you and I was like I want well, to try and grab him because a lot of people will say they'll do it yeah and then they don't
2: yeah well I've got asked I, even when I put up that I put up my stories later, earlier on that I've yeah. done a podcast I've had three podcast places ask me to do it yeah and I can't you can't do a podcast every week so yeah I won't be doing them it saturates it you know and yeah. I can't be telling the same story over or and over, and over again. again so I'm just going to give a little people update I'll probably do it again in about six seven months there's no yeah. point talking shy yeah because it won't be good it won't be having a bit of like a hype about it you know yeah. or some sort of something good to avoid listen avoid to rage. what you can back and the driving I will be back actually <laughs> I might not here tonight? <laughs> It's not arriving? It's not a rival to until tomorrow. come
1: back off. Um, but yeah, where like where do you want to take your business? Where is where do you see yourself? Stupid question time, but where do you see yourself in five, ten years time?
2: Five, ten years time, non-business wise, but myself wise, I want to have a house. I want to have a Range Rover. I want to be in a relationship, a stable relationship with the best version of myself. Yeah. Business wise, I want to have a another five or six buddy cups. But the, in the five years from now, I'd love to kind of be looking at the possibility of someone coming in and buying me out. Okay. That's the long-term goal. That was the goal from the start. Um, although in saying that, I'd kind of like go down the, pro- pro- the approach where McGregor is right now with Proper 12, selling it, but still being involved to still market it. My stomach's doing backflips here now after all the coffee. That's okay. Yeah. Have a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the kind of approach that I'd like to go down. I've a, new f- a few business ideas. I'm always thinking, always trying to come up with new ideas. i I'd, I know there's something in the back of my head somewhere that no one has thought of and that will come um, and it will be a product. It will be something to be sold online and um, it will be sold from a warehouse where it's shipped out, whether it be some sort of bars, whatever, whatever it is, it's going to come to me. So just to be patient with myself, business wise, keep giving 100% to what I have at the moment and see what happens, I suppose. I don't want to overdo myself, but keep going.
1: And finally, who do you look up to? Who influences you?
2: Darren mean <laughs> Who um who do I look up to? I look up to Mum and Dad quite a lot. Even mm-hmm. though we started off saying nearly like that, I hate them. I do look up to them. They've mm-hmm. had a great life. They've have a great home. They've great everything about them. They've great jobs. They've and they're just they just have had a great life, you know, like they're close to retiring now and they're going to even have a better life now. Mm-hmm. So I look up to them. Business wise, um like Elon Musk, what he's doing, like just creating ideas, he's just pulling ideas out of everywhere. So they're the type of people that I do look up to. Even just like my mentor, Brian Brian Lee from Chopped, like he's so motivated. He motivates me so much being around. Although when I'm around him, I don't get a word in. I hope he listens to this because I never get to (laughs) say anything. But I, I always leave there pumped, like buzzing. Like I'm going to the gym tomorrow morning. I'll mention that I said it in this, so he has to listen. But being around people like that, like he's an entrepreneur of the year. He's been on the Late Late Show. Even to have that opportunity to be, have his phone number. Like that motivates me, and that's what I look up to. Like he's created Chopped, and he's f- all over the country. His franchise is all over the country. Um, his places I went over. He, op- I went over on my own for launch day. He opened in in the Netherlands in Amsterdam, and like it's just it, that that type of stuff that really just drives me on that anything is possible if you just keep at it and put 100 percent into.
1: How did you become friends with him? How did that relationship happen?
2: He asked me to do work for Chopped. Um. So he, first of all, gave out, out, out to me because of the price. And I said, look, I'll do this price. I'll do it a little bit lower for you if you look at the buddy cup and see what you think of it. Okay. So to, I, I, he kind of took me in then. He said, who is this fella? He has a bit of belt a bit of balls. Like, so mm. he kind of reeled me in then. And I kind of met him, had a, had a business meeting with him. And I straight away said, what's the crack with putting a buddy cup in here? How much coffee do you sell? Started from there and now we have a location in the Swords Pavilions. We have a location in the ILAC opening one in charlestown and i'm honest case big time about Blanchestown. town so that's how it happened just by putting myself out there and even since then i've just been in some mad circumstances where i said to myself how am i around these people like i'm just from kulak here having a bit about me and yeah it's just great networking
1: good for you and on that note, we leave it there.
2: Thank you so much again for having me. I loved it.
1: Oh, I loved it too. Thanks, Emil. As I said to you, like I've seen you around and I met you two years ago, I think. And you did, you looked at me and I, I just looked at you and, and I was like, do I know him? And you looked and you said, how are you? And I was getting the kids out of the car, and I said, how are you? And I said to me, and he's, who's that fella? And she said, that's your man off Instagram. And I was like, all right, yeah. Hmm. And my brother was like, oh, he's a lovely uncle Like, Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jesus. Well, fair play, Connor, and thanks. Appreciate it.